Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio.
out all that we do, Lord God, that you continue to strengthen me and Lord God, that we may be your servants. And, Lord God, that you will be totally and fully in control, Lord God. We thank you for you, all you've done for us and what you're doing for us in this network, Lord God, and for this, this radio station, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to continue to bless it and increase it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll be reading from Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. And I'm um, thank you for the read of the word. So we're going to go ahead and uh, go into what the topic is tonight. Drew, go ahead and let everybody know what the topic is. Well, the topic is about how we can please God more. And um, the reason why I came up with this topic is, you know, first of all, um, to order to please God, we have to believe that there is a God. And, you know, a lot of people walk around saying that, you know, they believe in God, but you know, nobody doesn't show their love for God. You know, like you can ask a question, oh, you believe in God? Yes, I believe in God. I believe there's a God. I believe there's a high power, and that's it. You know, but you don't show your works. You don't show your love for God. And I was just thinking about that over the weekend, and I said, well, this would be a good topic for the show. And you're right. It's like there are people who, who claim to believe in God and even love God, but their actions show different. And that's something that, you know, we got to really be very mindful of that, you know, he said we love God, like you say in that scripture read, you know, those who uh, please God uh, have faith. You know, that's the way you can God is by having faith. And that's something that um, I found out too, you know, like you say in Hebrews uh, 11, chapter, verse 6, you know, that you, know, you have a huge reward of those who diligently seek him, you know, and we got to make sure that, that what we must do. We must digitally, I can't say nothing right now, but we got, you know, we got to seek God and be persistent in seeking Him. You know, like it's impossible to please Him unless we have faith. You know, and that's something that I know a lot of us might make in that road or in that place that you know, do we really have faith in God? You know, but if we seek Him to please God, we got to know that the only way to please Him is. My faith. So, what what what, what things did you find out on um, this this topic, Drew? Well, I, I see that um, there's well, where I, what I read was there there's are there are seven ways. I'm trying to get up now on my tablet. There are seven ways to please God. Number mm-hmm. one, of course, is to have faith in God. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. have faith in God, there's no way you could please Him. I mean, when I have when you say when I when I say have faith in Him, it's not believing in God. Believing in God, and having faith in God, is two different things. Okay, you say you believe in God. Okay, why you believe in God? And you say, well, because He 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 works miracles. Okay, do you believe that He will work a miracle for you? Can you say you believe in Him and you believe that He will work miracles? Okay, then now God's going to test you. He's going to give you a situation. He's going to give you a problem that looks like you may not come out of. Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit in the corner and be afraid and worry and stress yourself out, or are you going to go down on your knees 
and talk to God about your situation because God already knows your situation and God already knows how you're going to come out of the situation. But he wants you to believe that he's going to pull you out of the situation. See, us us, us believers and, and, um, and other people are just coming to God. You got to believe, you got to know that when, you, when you're a Christian or when, you, when you're walking with God, the road is not easy. Because most people think, well, you know, I'm serving God and all these bad things are happening to me. You know, you you have to have faith in God, and um, and that's that's the number one way how you could please Him to have faith in God, and He will He will He will give you a test, and um and to see if you want to pass that test by talking to Him about your problems and about your situation, not run. I mean, the nat- the natural thing for us human beings is to quickly worry. You know what we're gonna do? What 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 we're gonna do? How I'm gonna get out of this? You know how I'm gonna come up with the money for this bill? Or how I'm, I'm gonna come up with the mortgage? You know for next month? You know and stuff like that. I, you know that's that's human nature. But then you have to get back to reality and say, well, you know I serve a wonderful God. You know if this God that I believe in could walk on water, He could deliver me out of this situation. You know, mm-hmm. and and you have to you have to you have to remember that you have to know that, and that's why it's good. It's, it's important to read just read a, a scripture or two every day. You know, before you wake be, uh, after wake up and before you go to bed to to feed your mind to to let you know that there is a God and He's a miracle working God because the devil is working constantly every day. Like God is, you know, the devil don't want you to believe that there's a God. The devil wants you to do the opposite. He said there is no God. I had a conversation with a guy on my job a few weeks ago, and we was talking about something. We were talking about, I think we were talking about sports, or we were talking about the, the fight that came on this Saturday. Well, by the way, it was a waste of time. But anyway, um, we was talking about it. We were talking about something, and and. I said, oh, thank God for something. I forgot what I said, but I said, thank God for something. He said, oh, no, I'm not going to thank God because I'm an atheist. So, and um, for me personally, you know, I don't judge anyone, you know. But personally, me, when I'm standing there and I, I'm standing next to this person, and I didn't know he was an atheist until when he said that this, uh, that, at that mm-hmm. time. And, and in my mind, he said, I didn't say it to him, but in my mind, when he said, oh, no, no, I'm not going to say uh, thank God because I'm an atheist. So I said, well, this guy must, I mean, this guy must think that when he died, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. He, he don't believe nothing else. And I can't see myself going through life thinking that. You know, like how do he think he got this job? How do he think that he you know, woke up this morning? And... um and that's that's right there. I just you know I didn't I didn't say nothing to him. I just kept let him kept talking. And I just you know I just said a little prayer for him to myself. You know because something told me not to say anything. I wanted to say something, but something told me don't say nothing. Just say, mm-hmm. just say a prayer and that's it. So um, yeah, you know you know it's, it's important to have faith. In God, that's the, that's one thing to, to please God. Yeah, definitely. And and I think another thing too, um, that if 
what we need to know also is what things that displease God, what things that God do not like. And I think it's important to know that too, because if you know what this what he dislikes, then you don't know, okay, if he dislikes this, this is what he will like. So, you know, I, I was reading too, it says in Proverbs 6, uh, I think it's uh, verse 16, and you can read probably down to the 22nd verse. Uh, it tells about the six things that God dislikes. And we got to make sure that we know that. You know, it, it, it speaks on the different things now. It said, uh, therefore shall, um, I'm say these six things do the Lord hate. Ye seven are a abomination to him, and a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that divides wicked Im- imagination, feet that be swift in running to mischief, and a false witness that speaketh lies. And that sold mm-hmm. and discord among brethren. So I mean, it it, it just some other things that is just you know people that come to try to bring uh, distractions or bring confusion because God said I'm not of confusion. There's this, you know there's some this confusion going on. That's the spirit of God that's not in that situation or in that circumstances because He's not about that. And this is what He says in this in the Scripture in Proverbs about how you know. These people are people who who bring confusion, you know, who mm-hmm. bring confusion within themselves, or they bring confusion with other in, within others. And it's important to make sure that to know what displeases God. You know, you know, we know that faith pleases God, but know that you know you have a lying tongue or speaking lies or sowing, you know, lies about your know, your your brothers among other people and stuff. Like we call backbiting, you know, stuff like that. You know, those things mm-hmm. that God dislikes. And we got to make sure that, you know, us as followers of Christ, you know, and believers should know what this, what God finds is, you know, not not very likable in his sight, you know, because we got to make sure that to, to please him is something that we, we should seek to do that each and every day. You know, I know our children, you know, they may do some things that we may not like, but I'm sure they do want to do things to please. They always want to say, well, Daddy, Mommy, look at this. You know, they want to show something mm-hmm. they did to show Hey, do you like this? Are you pleased with this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think any any child that you know, if you have any children or have a niece or nephew or somebody that's you know young, they always want to kind of get your attention and make sure that you see that. Look what I'm doing. How 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 do mm-hmm. you like this? And I think that's something of being children of God that we gotta make sure that we look at God. Say, how do you like my life, Lord? How do you like the way I'm walking and how I'm talking and I'm thinking? Because all those things are what we're gonna be judged on. We're going to be judged yeah. on different, I was talking to my uh, wife, Aunt said, she's saying how we're going to be judged on different parts of our life. People just think, oh, I'm going to be judged on the fact of me being a husband. No, I'm going to be judged on the fact of me being a husband, an employer, employee. you can mm-hmm. be part of different things that you will have to be judged on on different parts of your life. And God will judge you mm-hmm. on that. you got to make sure that you know what's going on. So what mm-hmm. other stuff do you find out about, uh, about this topic? Well, other things where you have to be spiritual minded. That's very important. You know, like in different situations you're in and like I say, you know, God gonna throw you different situations and it might come out of left field. You're not expecting it. You know, everything will be going right for you and then all of a sudden something happens is totally wrong. And 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 for you to come out of that you you have to be uh, spiritual minded. You might somebody might you might find out somebody talking about you, and you might feel bad about yourself because of that. 
somebody spreading rumors about you on your job. And, I, you know, I think that a lot of people, a lot of us been through something like that. You know, you might call it hate, you might call it jealousy or whatever, but it's up to you. Are you going to fight back because this person is spreading a rumor about you on the job? Are you going to spread a rumor about this person? Or are you going to take another route and say, well, you know what, I'm going to bring this to God, I'm going to bring this to the Lord, and the Lord is going to fight my battles. He's going to, He's going to um, straighten this situation. I'm not going to do what the devil wants me to do. The devil wants me to get back at this person, to spread a room about this person. You know, that's not God-like. You know, that's not pleasing to God. You know, talking, like you said before, you know, talking about somebody doing this because you see this person doing it, so you're going to do it back to them. You know, I'm not saying be a punk and let somebody just do you any kind of way. But it's a different. It's a difference when you know, unless no one's not laying their hands on you or whatever, or in your face or whatever, and you hear somebody's talking about you or spreading rumors about you or whatever like that, it's easy to walk away. It's easy to bring to God and say, "Well, God, you know, you know the situation that's going on. You know, bring me out of this situation. You know, um, that's that's another thing to be spiritual minded. But you have to have uh, a God in your life." All the way, not sometime. You know, you believe in God sometime when it's convenient for you. You know, when everything is going good. But what about when everything's going bad? How how you gonna handle that situation? That's why being spiritual mind is very important. True, it's very true. Because, like I said, to make sure that your mind stays on Christ and, and the things that of God. And what God is expressing that we gotta make sure that you know that like the scripture says, let this mind be in Christ, also be in you. You know, and if you don't, you know, then you have your mind like we said. But the thing that this please God is those those vile imaginations that it speaks of that people you know sit there and think of when they're doing things that they're supposed to be doing. They have their mind you know going to thoughts and ideas of stuff that. They bring them in their imaginations, you know, and that's something that God wants you to do. He wants to keep your mind focused on him, those things of God, those things of pure, those things of righteous. You know, we got to make sure that we understand that. You know, another thing that I've seen, too, they said that one thing that God is pleased with is when we out there and we, we win his souls for Christ, that when you, when yes, you see a right. sinner, you know, that's out there and you and you ministering to them and you being bold for Christ, and that, and that person turns around and says, you know what? I'm gonna give my life to Christ, and they repent and they and they, they turn their life to God and they say, God, you know, I forgive me. Like you said, it says in heaven, the heaven rejoices when a sinner mm-hmm. has come to God and and repents. And it says Luke That's right. seven, you know. So it's important that we know that when we go out there and like you do, you know, you may speak to someone out at work or in, or in the streets or whatever, you know, it's for us to make sure that we follow. The fact that God said felt like I noticed actually yesterday was from my uh, my aunt where that she was speaking about people say faithfulness or or, mm-hmm. or, or, or or how you want to say it. well you know what I'm being faithful you know I'm being I'm being um, I'm doing fellowship you know and then I think being in the fellowship mostly means that I call the church mm-hmm. but you know if if you, if you being um, fulfilled in God's purpose. And doing what God desires for you to do, you will make sure that you go into that church, you get refilled, you know, with you know that you're going throughout the week, and church is just is there for you to encourage you to make sure you know, okay, I'm ready to go for another week to go out there and get some more souls, because it, it, mm-hmm. it, it was the the Great Commission 
by Christ to go, that all his disciples, with his followers of Christ, go out into all, throughout the world and make man, you know, uh, um, make man uh, uh, saved and receive him as their Lord and Savior. You know, not to go and just stay in four walls and just say, okay, I'm good. I'm going to church every Wednesday. It's just Wednesday for Bible study or to hear for prayer. And I'm not saying not to do that. It's disappointing to do that. We got to make sure that you also live out the purpose that God has for you. So we make sure you go out there and win souls. And you win souls, that will please God. You know, it says, it says that heaven is rejoicing when a soul has come to Christ. So we got to make sure that we look at that and say, you know what, I'm going out there and I'm going to be bold for God. And I'm make sure that God knows that I want these people that he he has me here to be the light and salt, as the word say, that we are here to be light and salt. And what you do, you have no salt, you have no flavor. You have no light, you have darkness. So we are here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. We gotta make sure that we remember that and do our and do what God God desires to do is to please Him by living our life and making sure that we live a life that's pure and righteous before Him and for others, and to bring those are that are not of God, bring them to the understanding and 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 the fruition that God is real, God is awesome, God is powerful, and that God is something that you want to have in your life. Because without Him, that's right. you can't you won't be able to wake up. You know, you may say your your that's clock right. woke you up. You may be an atheist. Mm-hmm. You may not say, you know what, I don't believe in God no more. You know what? But that that doesn't change the fact that God still survives, that God still mm-hmm. lives, that Jesus Christ died on the cross and came and was risen from the dead. That doesn't change that. Like people mm-hmm. back in the, I don't know, probably long, long time, hundreds of years ago, thought the world was flat. That if you sell mm-hmm. too far out, you would fall off the earth. People mm-hmm. believe that. And if you said anything else, they thought you were witchcraft. But that doesn't mean the fact that if you walk out a, 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 a five-story window, you're going to fall. Gravity, the law of gravity is going to come, and you're going to hit the ground. So we got to make sure, no matter what you believe, you may not believe it, so to me that it's not true. So that's, that's something right. that, you know, we got to make sure that we take what God has placed in us and bring it to others so they can know the the, the joy and the, and, and the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. So what other things have you found in your um, study? But you know, when, when someone said, well, to me, I know when someone says to me they don't believe in God and they say it with such conviction, I don't know, but to me, it like my blood starts boiling, you know, and it just, I start, I start getting hot and like getting mad because like, how are you going to say it and say it with such conviction? I don't believe in God. And, and because one time I, this was like a couple of years ago. It was on face. It was on Facebook, and and we was talking about something. I think it was. I think it was about God. And the guy said he doesn't believe in God. And he he was giving reasons why he don't believe God, and he kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And then what they like to do? Well, show me proof. How you know that's real? How you know the man wrote the Bible? How you know this? The Bible changes every day. Are we living in the new world? Are we living in 2015? We don't live. We're not living back then. And I always say, yeah, this this might be uh, 2015, but God's word never changes. God's word never changes. And you you, got to stay firm. You know, that's what pleases God. You know, in in this life, you're on this earth for a limited time, okay, for a limited time. And you you fight for God, you know. When someone says something, it's like somebody saying talking about your mother, or talking about your mm-hmm. wife. You want to speak up? You want to speak up? You know, you're not going to sit there. 
same thing here. Somebody talk about God, and I hear it. I don't care who it is. I, I'm gonna do it in a respectful way, but I'm gonna say something. So how you gonna say that? How did you wake up this morning? How do you have clothes on your back? How did you get this job? You know, um, and and that's what pleases the God. You know, you fight for Him. You fight for God. You um, do the things that you're supposed to do, and the thing and the things that you're not supposed to do. Places that you're not supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. You have to act. You have to ask yourself. Well, if Jesus was here now, what would He say if He found me in a place like this? Now, if you're in a place where you're not supposed to be, but you in there. Preaching the word of God, yeah. And then, then that that's different. You know, we could go all any places. We go everywhere. Now, Jesus did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're in there for other purposes, for entertainment purposes, and you know you're not supposed to be in there, you have to ask yourself: Would Jesus, would, would he like for me to be in here? What would he say? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, true. You know that. You know that's what that's what you have to. Um, no, that's what you have to believe. That's why it's so important to have a relationship with God and be in tune with God. Mm-hmm. Because this, you know, this life is not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, we all fall. We all fall. You know, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We not we not perfect. But the, the thing is to come back, to know, to realize your mistakes, and to admit your mistakes, and come back to God. That's right. And like you said about how you know you get frustrated. And something I, I know, I, I should get like that, too, until I realized, like it says in Psalms 14, verse 1, is that the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abomination works. There is none that do good. So to know that someone who sit there and say there is no God, they, the words say that they corrupt. They are fools. So if the words say that they are fools and they are corrupt, I, I mean, if there's a clown coming to you and, you know, hey, hey, Drew, guess what? You know, you know, looking crazy. You know, got funny hair and all that stuff. You want to take him seriously? Cause man, it's a, it's a clown. You know, this, 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 this joker is just, just a clown trying to be funny. And sometimes you gotta be that with people, cause that will keep you from even, even having, even causing you to sin to feel like you know having any, any feelings that God has intended you to have. And that's your, and being your flesh, you just like we gotta make sure people like, know what? You being a fool. I mean, not to say it to them, but you know, I learned from my own personal experience. You know, that person being a fool, because they they said he don't believe in a God, but I know God real. Because what He lives in me. He showed me each and every day that He's real. Because I I didn't make this up. I didn't just come out for wishing and say, oh man, there's a God. You know, I had to learn. I've even heard from my parents, the church you might went to. You may heard stories, but until we got into our personal relationship with God, until we got a, a relationship when we seen them ourselves for ourselves. It was like it was. It's not just about what my mother' testimony was. It's about the testimony I have of myself. And I think that's got to make sure we remember that that us Christians and believers need to remember that. You know what? We need to have a personal and 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 serious relationship with God, with His Son Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, to make sure that we understand that when we this thing that we believe in is real, because we know it, because we see it, we feel it. You know, we're not we're not just making up things. Things that oh, this is. Sometimes making up, I just you know, I just came around. Do I make this thing up? No, we know this is real. I sit there each and every day. I see what God does for me in my life. I say, God, it's nothing but you. It's nothing but you that allow me to wake up. It's nothing but you that protect me and protect my family. It's nothing but you, Lord, that give me health and strength. It's not myself. You know what I'm saying? It's the fact that I know it's you, God. So, what what do you have to, in closing to say about um, 
this 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 topic that we're talking about? Well, I just want to say that the people that's listening or the people who want to listen to archives and, and things like that, um, I just want to say that, you know, we live in in the times, you know, the end is near. And I'm saying this because a lot of things you see, a lot of things you hear on the news, a lot of things you hear about Baltimore, um, you hear about these police shootings, and one police officer that was shot and killed here in New York City uh, in Queens on Saturday. He, uh, it was two two cops in the car uh, was following the suspect. You know, they 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 saw he had a gun on him and stuff. He was in the car, and I guess they said something to him. He turned around and shot the the, the guy in the, in the pasture. He died yesterday, or the day before yesterday, in Jamaica Hospital. And um, it was it's, it's enough is enough. Going around killing cops is not the answer. I mean, we all know the situation was going on, but going around just, just killing cops randomly is is that's not the way. And and when I see all this stuff that's going on, and I'm I'm addressing this to the people that's listening, uh, God is the only answer here. Okay, and I'm saying this from the heart because I know. My brother Kells know uh, our CEO Deandra and and the rest of the spiritual family. We know that God is real because not it's not because we made it up. It's because He is real. He worked in our lives. He brought us from stuff that you won't, you you can't imagine, and He is the only answer to our problems that's going on in this world. You have to get on board with God because this. It's, it's, it's what's going on now is not surprising to me. It's sad, but it's not surprising because it's, it says it in the Bible. All the stuff that's going on now, people losing their minds. Every time I turn around, I see somebody got shot. Something this that this that this that, and I thank God every day for bringing me home to my family every day. I thank God for putting a shield. Over me and my family, putting a shield over my friends, putting a shield over over my spiritual um, um, real family, you know, because it could have been one of us, but by the grace of God, it wasn't, you know. And it, you, you have to get on board with God. You have to give your life to, to Christ because it, He's coming back. I believe this. I know this. He's coming back, but He want He want His people to be ready. He's given us time, but time is running out. Amen. Amen. And like I said, on that, on that note about how we see all the violence in actually in this world, especially in the fact of how with the police, and when you said that, it came to me about said it says if you live by the sword, you should die by the sword, and that came from John sixteen and ten when Jesus rebuked Peter. And told him, you know, not to not shed no blood, you know. And saying that, live by the sword and die by the sword. I mean, it basically means what you know that we gotta make sure that if you sit there, and you do violence or forceful or un or you do underhanded things, you have methods of doing those things that's like that's not pleasing, that's not right. You trying to shed innocent blood for others. What's gonna happen? You're gonna actually get those methods to come back against you, you know. And it's something that with this harassment that be going on and, and killings with the police is something that is coming back. 
you know, it's something that's been done for a long time. But you gotta be sure that we also pray and ask God to, you know, come in and and fix some of these things that come into our neighborhoods, into our, our communities. But it's, but it does say that, you know, if if we just submit ourselves, you know, he should heal our land. He said we just submit ourselves to God and turn away from our wicked ways. We gotta turn away from our wicked ways and then he said he said, I should heal the land. You know, I should have peace in the land, but we don't have peace in the land because there's, there's people that have turned away from their wicked ways. So we got to continue to pray that we who are faith believers in God need to go before God and pray for things to change and for us to go out and, and like I said, be an evangelist and go out to our neighborhood, go to the people on the corner, go to the people at the supermarket and say, you know, change the people from within. And then we won't have these kind of situations happening in our, in our neighborhoods and in our communities. But, you know, we just to make sure we continue to uplift and pray that, you know, that we do the work. Because God has to hear for a reason. So, you know, we just thank God for all of us that have come and, and are listening listening to this this message that God plays with me and my brother. And we thank God for the opportunity to be for you tonight. And we look forward to speaking to you again. And we thank God that he will continue to bless you and keep you for another week. Until we meet again, you have a blessed week and a blessed weekend. God bless. And